Hello and welcome back to another exciting episode of Science Snacks. It's me, your science liaison with a face designed for podcasting, Eric. Today we're talking about uh, a paper on space, which I love and have, have a weird fascination with. But this one's a little extra special because I attended a lecture by its primary author. That's right. So we're uh, we're getting an extra layer of insight, as was provided by Kishley Day. Um, in his paper, An Infrared Transient from a Star Engulfing a Planet. This was posted in Nature on uh, September, or sorry, it was, uh, it was posted in February of 2023, so pretty, pretty hot off the pre- uh, presses. So uh, let's talk about what exactly was said in the lecture, what exactly said in the paper, and why it matters. So uh, the short of it is that we, um, as scientists, have always talked about what happens when a star gets to the end of its life cycle. And we've talked a little bit in previous episodes about like the life cycle of a star. That is, they will, you know, uh, fuse uh, hydrogen atoms together, make helium atoms and helium atoms together to make higher level atoms and so on and so forth until they hit iron, at which case they can't seem, even with all of their heat and gravitational forces, the speed at which things are moving around inside of a, uh, inside of the center of the star, can't seem to make iron smash together kind of hard enough. Um, so, and that's, that's pretty interesting, right? So what happens then? Well, um, a star will begin to turn red, interestingly enough, the color of hot iron. Um, and a star will seem to expand as the, uh, the constant pressure inside of there, you know. So let's describe what's going on in a star to better understand this. So the short of it is that a star has a bunch of fusion reactions, these explosions that are binding and fusing atoms together, right? A star is also super massive. They're these huge monstrous beings, right? So there's an equilibrium that they find. This, you know, gravitational pull inward that's perpetually bringing everything inside with this kind of uh, force outward from the uh, fusion reactions exploding and uniting things and igniting things in all directions outward. So what that means is that we find kind of this, this homeostasis between gravity in and explosions out. Well, as a star begins to, you know, kind of eat through its fuel, eventually it begins to shift in that equilibrium. And what tends to occur um, to stars is that they will get bigger, that they will begin to expand. They become red giants, as we uh, see if you want to Google how those look. Uh, They're red and they're giant. Uh, and so what tends to happen is that any planets on the, in their, you know, reasonable area, um, around that star are going to be engulfed by that star. You see, some stars can expand up to a million times their original size and cover the entirety of their, uh, solar system. Uh, so what this is all what we've hypothesized for years and years and years, but we've never actually seen it happen. We've seen lots of things in the night sky. We've seen everything from supernovas. We've seen, you know, these these uh, stars colliding into each other and, and being eaten by one another. We've seen, you know, black holes shift across each other. 
we've been able to measure the gravitational waves associated with those black holes kind of crossing across each other from, from across the universe, and that's astounding. But we've never actually seen this thing I just described, this, this hypothesis about, well, hey, you know, stars would eat their own planets as they expand. Until we did. And like most things in science, uh, the first thing that happened was, oh my god, this is a weird data point. I don't know how to explain this. <laughs> and they were looking at, you know, this, this star that seemed to uh, flash kind of brightly, just as it did. And if you can imagine a planet just orbiting a star very close to it, ever so slightly just outside of its outer surface... And just circling and circling. And that's that sun, that, that star, throwing all of its heat and energy and reaction into this planet constantly. There's this gas wave that comes as everything's disintegrated. Everything's blasted off the surface of the planet. Just ignited into the surrounding atmosphere. So there's this trail of gas as it circles the planet over and over and over again. And then... In one bright flash, it eats the planet, and it grows just a little bit, shining just a little bit brighter, and then is surrounded by dust particles from the remainder of the planet. And that is exactly what we saw using uh, infrared telescopes. Uh, so in their paper... Uh, planets with short orbital periods, roughly under 10 days, are common around stars like the sun. Uh, stars expand as they evolve, and thus we expect to lose, or for us to close, planetary companions to be engulfed, possibly lowering luminous mass ejections from the host star. Um, so, however, this phase has never been directly observed. Here they report observations of ZTF SLRN 2020, a short-lived optical outburst in the galactic disk accompanied by a bright and long-lived infrared emission. The resulting light curve and spectra share strikingly striking similarities with those of a red nova, a class of eruptions now confirmed to arrive from mergers of binary stars. What they say is that its exceptionally low optical luminosity and radiated energy point to the engulfment of a planet, a fewer than roughly 10 Jupiter masses, <laughs> uh, by its sun-like host star. They estimated that the galactic rate of such subluminous red novae may be roughly about between 1, 0.1 and several per year. So, And in his lecture, he approximated it to be about one a year. Uh, future galactic plane survey should routinely identify these, showing the de uh, demographics of planetary engulfment and the ultimate fate of planets in the inner solar system. Now, what's unique about this is that if you ask the question, hey, what is going boom in the sky? You will get an insane answer because hundreds of things are exploding in the sky every night. And that is just a, a matter of, of big numbers. They talk about these big numbers, and it's always hard to imagine. But there's so many stars, so many galaxies in our sky. And around those galaxy clusters and things just outside, we can't even see part of like the night sky because our own uh, Milky Way galaxy is in the way. It's this beautiful, astoundingly large, impossible to understand number. 
And out of those, hundreds of things are exploding every night. And that shouldn't scare us. If anything, it should make us look into the sky with awe and think, wow, that's pretty freaking neat. <laughs> so uh, what they explore is, hey, why is this explosion so much smaller than the rest? When you look up and you see these, these monstrously large emissions in the sky, why is this one so little? And then when exploring why and looking at the data, looking at what they had previously seen from that area, looking at it from multiple telescopes that had been observing the same section of the sky, when really emphasizing the importance of the infrared telescopes, they found that it was, in fact, a planet being eaten by its own star. That one last cusp of of explosion at the very end. Now, this planet's been circling its star, and the star's been expanding for a very long time. And uh, anything that was on it has since been dis uh, disintegrated away. Um, so this interestingly, will be the end of our own galaxy, that our own planet will eventually suffer this, this defeat in four to five billion years, <laughs> so don't go putting on your house on the market just yet. Uh, so this will one day be what we experience, well, if we're still around, which is doubtful, uh, but instead, you know, something that, that happens to everything, that... It will all just be consumed, and a big boom will happen. Except this time, it'll come from us, and maybe someone somewhere will go, Wow, that was an astoundingly small boom in the night sky. But hey, this is just a, a special little fun episode of Science Snacks. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I hope that you uh, check out this article, an infrared transient from a star engulfing a planet. And I hope that you check us out next time with even more science snacks. But hey, that's enough for me. Thanks for listening. And hey, don't forget your safety glasses. 